This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Amy Dunphy. Now another... Premier League weekend following an international week. That's the midweek where players have to go and play for their countries. And in the case of many players in the Premier League now, that means a trip to South America, Liverpool in particular, have that issue and have had it in the past as well with Firmino and other players, Brazilian players, Fabinho, having to travel. It's a Long, long, hard week now. Fortunately, it's early in the season and it's hard to estimate how much, although when we come to Liverpool, we'll see what Jurgen Klopp had to do in an attempt to overcome that problem and he nearly lost a game at Wolves doing it. But we're joined now by John Giles to talk about the weekend and there's no doubt, John, that the most dramatic result of the weekend was a a humiliation of Manchester United at Old Trafford by a Brighton team that cost in total £17 million sterling and they really slaughtered United. They were 3-0 up at one stage. I want to ask you about Eric Ten Hag. They're in the bottom half of the table now, next to Chelsea actually, and they look on the basis of what we saw on Saturday, likely to stay there. Now, the thing about managing young players, Anthony has issues and he's in Brazil. He's a player that Ten Hag bought. Sancho is another player he bought. He was watching the A-team on Saturday because he won't apologise. People applauded Ten Hag when he got rid of Ronaldo, no messing. But he seems to be fighting with too many players, in my view, John, These are young players and it seems that his answer to certain things appears to be to banish them. But the problem is, Harry Maguire is another issue there. He was the club captain. He's an England international. He has, you know, a record. He played for Leicester. He was outstanding. He's the most expensive centre-half. He was after Van Dijk was sold for... 75 million. Matches and I paid 80 million to Leicester to get Harry Maguire. Now they've humiliated him repeatedly, and you know, Gareth Southgate spoke out very strongly last week about what was being done to Maguire. But all of these issues are around the club, and of course, the Glazier issue, which Gary Neville returns to all the time, is a huge issue as well. What do you make of what's happening there, particularly with the Glazers who? I think they are a massive problem. 
They said the club was up for sale. Two people came forward with the five or six billion that they said they wanted. Now, they say, they're not going to sell until 2025 and they'll want 10 billion at that stage. There's not much future for United while these people own the club, is it? Because they're really only interested in selling merchandise. Well, that's what it looks like, Emma. Um, quite a few issues there. Yeah, um, too many probably. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get through them. But uh, the, the, the ownership is, is huge. But that's that's a thing outside of football, as we know. Yeah. You know, that's the money. They're, they're, they're businessmen and they're trying to get the best money they possibly can. They don't really care about Manchester United and their supporters. So that's that's there's no doubt about that. So that's not a that's a minus uh, for Ten Hag. But getting back to the players, uh, I mean the, the um, I mean the two big issues are for for things outside the, the the control of the manager. One we know is, is a court case. I mean, which is is very very difficult for them. Well, there isn't actually there isn't a court case in the case of Anthony. Actually, it appears now that there was. A disagreement. It was alleged that he had been violent towards his girlfriend, but they're back together now. Yeah, but they, they they have to they have to get rid of him. He's they yeah. cannot, he's not playing for Manchester United. No, you know, I mean that's the court case. As you say, you know, the the, the 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 there has been a difference now in the between the two the two people concerned. Yeah, but as far as Tan Hag is concerned, you know, he, he can't play him. He's, he's, yeah, he's out of the club. Uh, you know. Let's move on to Sancho then. Now, Sancho is a young guy who's come there. He's English. He went to Germany, did really well. They bought him to pay $75 million, and he's had a falling out, and he won't say sorry to the, to the coach. Well, is... well, it's difficult to know, Emmett. I mean, what... what uh, Ten, Ten, no, I'm not, I have nothing against Ten Hag. I don't know the lad no. at all. But he did, he did say publicly... That this lad wasn't trying training yes. awards to that effect, right? And what what this lad has responded to? Oh, that's not true. Yeah, I was training, and that you know it's 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 a mess, and and that now he's left him out now. It's it, now we don't know whether he's handled that badly or not. I mean, in, in the, the, the in the first case with the lad that's gone away, he's not he's no control over that. That that was yeah. a court case, and this one. Uh, th- that's what he said. That the player did wasn't trying. He wasn't trying, and the, and the lad said he, he was trying. So that's what the big row is about uh, yeah. at the moment. The Harry Maguire business, John. Oh, yeah, I well, mean, it, it's, yeah. it's just messy. He is the club captain. He's an England player. He is being vilified by the media, by fans, both the England fans and the Manchester United fans. What should a coach do in, the, in those circumstances? He was club captain. He left him as club captain while he was sitting on the bench for quite a long time. Now he's made a change in terms of the captaincy and given it to Bruno Fernandes. I don't think he's managed that well, John. No, no, that's poor. That's poor management. You know, I was only making a couple of things that he's no control over him. He's yep. got huge control over this. Yeah. I mean, I think he, he made certain statements about Maguire, which weren't went right. Uh, he took the captaincy off him. He's not playing him. Uh, he wanted him to go. Uh, I think he was reducing the transfer fee and all that. Uh, carry yeah. on. And Maguire said, uh, in the end, I'm not going. Yeah. It's the players now, I mean, and different to what they were years ago. They don't have to go. They don't want no. to go. 
uh, and and they're, they're getting paid. So looking at it overall, it certainly hasn't been good management from Ten Hag. You know, he's he is the manager now. He's he's getting he's, he's he has run into issues that most managers don't run into. But you know, on the playing side, I mean, the Maguire situation. Well, there's no doubt he hasn't handled that well, and. All these things that happen in the club run through a club, as you well know. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking about morale and getting things right, you know these these things shouldn't happen in a top club. No. And he's had to handle them, and I don't think he's handled them very well. Right. At and all. Let's look at the back four for Saturday. Dallow. He's he dropped Juan Bissaka, who I think is a very good player, and not a player I would drop. But Dallow was in. Lindelof and Martinez were the two central defenders. And a young lad, Regulon, who hasn't played very much at all, if at all, he came in at left back. They were a shambles, John. And the midfield, he's ignored Scott McTominay since he's been there, but he brought him in on Saturday because McTominay's doing really well for Scotland. He's a grafter. He plays with intensity. He's a ball winner. But it was McTominay, Casemiro, Christian Eriksen, with Fernandes playing off the front two, Marcus Rashford and Hoyund, who's a, a new player they just paid a lot of money for. I don't think Christian Eriksen is a box-to-box midfield player, John. And Casemiro, who I thought did really well when he first came last year, it looks like he doesn't have the legs. Well, he should, shouldn't, shouldn't get that old in, in a year. Oh. He's probably asked, been asked to do things that it's not his natural game to do. That's the way I would look at it. And Ericsson, Ericsson could be the same. Fernandez is captain, I, I, and I totally disagreed with him being captain yeah. of, the, of the club. I, don't, I think he's a selfish guy, very talented guy, but he's a selfish guy. He's, he's always born for referees. He's always doing this and that and the other. So... It, it's very, very difficult to know unless you're inside the club, Eamon. But what, one, the great thing about football, though, if things are not right, they manifest themselves on the pitch. Yes. Yeah. That's a fact. Now, yeah. we don't know exactly what's wrong. We, 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 we can guess, and, and, and you quite rightly are raising the issues that he, he's been in charge of. Yeah. And we don't know how that's affected him or him affected the players. We just don't know. But we know what's happening on the pitch, which is not right. And that's football, Eamon. Yeah. As you well know, you played in you played in teams and played long enough to know the the, the, the sorry, the value of team spirit. Oh absolutely. You know, what is team spirit, Eamon? You know, yeah. it's it's everybody pulling together and playing for each other and getting on with each other, especially on the pitch in a professional way. But when you get things like the managers handling things not very well, you lose that. You know, you lose that team spirit situation. And that, that's a huge thing on the pitch. Let's look at Brighton, John. They're amazing. Yeah. They've qualified for Europe this year and they're playing yeah. their first match in the Europa League. They finished sixth in the Premier League last year. But all the time they've been doing this, they've been selling players. They sold McAllister to Liverpool. They sold Casido to Chelsea eventually, although Liverpool were desperate to get him. They got 111 million for Casado, they just go and get another player. I mean, yeah. for example, Billy Gilmore, who's a player we both like, he wasn't fit for Saturday's game, just as well for Manchester United, but he is a very good player they got for Chelsea, got him cheap. And they keep 
selling really good players. I'm bringing in Evan Ferguson as a good example, 18-year-old, who's come in, he scored four goals in the Premier League this season. But they sold yesterday Trossard, who scored that brilliant winner for Arsenal. Yeah. He he yeah. went, He he's from Brighton. They sold Ben White. Yes. They sold Ben White yeah. for 50 million to Arsenal. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing, and 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 a few more in that we 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 can look back on. It's it's amazing what they've done, what the manager's done, and what the manager said this this season when he was losing players. Well, that's the way it is. Uh, yeah. You know, we yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get somebody else, and there's no moaning about him at all. Yeah, but but uh, I I think what's what's happened with Bright Name and is obviously the, the how they get the players in. Yeah, and uh, you know I think we've spoken about this pricing. This is my take on Brighton anyway. On Brighton and we're getting the players. And we look back on the, the World Cup. And what was amazing about the World Cup was how well what the, the smaller countries or the lesser countries that we consider yes. to be the lesser countries did so well. So I think what's happening in, in the countries like we've got, obviously we know about Spain and Italy and England and uh, all, the, all the other places where we get the players from. But I think the, the, the players from the, the lesser countries have come on so well, Eamon, yes. that they're really, really top-class players now. And they're under and the radar. Brighton, yes. They're under the radar, so. yeah. But they're not under the radar with Brighton. No. no. They're getting the time after players that we've never heard of, and from countries, Eamon, yes. that are really, really good. They must have sold, I think they've sold about 10 players yes. in the last two to three years. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're getting better and better. Yeah, and the the previous coach there, Graham Potter, he went to Chelsea. It's about a year now since he le- he left, if I think it is. And he didn't do well at Chelsea, but no one could manage Chelsea. Even Pochettino was having a nightmare. They drew nil nil with Bournemouth, and he was nearly crying after the match because so many players are injured. He doesn't know the players. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. But after Potter left, they got this new coach, and he's. The way he has the team playing is amazing. Roberto De Zerbi. Now, he managed yeah. Shakhtar Donetsk. That's where they got him from. So mm-hmm. it appears they're really working. They're really working intelligently. And they're doing the kind of things, I'm not for a moment <laughs> suggesting they're going to be the new Liverpool, but the kind of things Liverpool did when they got Mo Salah for, you know, for cheap from Chelsea, yes. actually. Yeah. When they got all these really good players, Robertson for eight million from Hull. Yeah, well, Salah had gone to Italy, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they got him from Italy. Yes, but no one. Really... Sorry, I'm only saying. That. No, yeah, no, thank on. you. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it is such an important part of the game now, isn't it? Oh, it, it always has been, I mean. Yeah. You know, getting, getting good players in, people are, are scouting. I mean, it's. it's, it's 90% of the job in many ways, and Yeah. To be able to spot a good player and get them in. Yeah. I mean, what, that, that's, that, that's exactly what Brighton have done for the last, what, maybe five, six, seven years, and, and sold a lot of them, and then got more in. Yeah. You know, I, I just have a thing for them. Sell and get better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's been well known with clubs, Eamon, ever since world football began. You sell your best players. And you're going to get into trouble. That's always been the mantra. In yes. this case, with Brighton, sell your best players and get better. It's amazing. Now, the Manchester United situation, it's only five games into the season. Mm. So I don't think they'll finish. 
I mean, I don't think they would have finished in the top four if Chelsea, Liverpool and Spurs had all dropped out dramatically. Conte left Spurs. Now, Spurs aren't much of a team, but certainly Chelsea and Liverpool had enough to get into the Champions League. They didn't. They dropped out. And steady Eddie, as Ten Hag seems to be, you know, very Dutch, very rational. He got them in the top four, and that was an achievement. But now they're in trouble, and they go to Bayern Munich on Wednesday where they'll meet Harry Kane in the Champions League. And Harry Kane is a player they should have bought. Would that be fair to say, John? Manchester United should have bought Harry Kane. Yeah, I mean, to be fair with with, with Harry Kane, I mean, he was an obvious one. If they were going to, if they were, if they're going to really be up there, but, but you know, you never know at Manchester United. I mean, why he wants to buy him? He couldn't get the money, or he couldn't do this, he couldn't yeah. do that. It's a mess of a club at the moment. You know, you mentioned the owners early on. You know, they they they're messing about in a big way. Yeah, we don't know. He could have said to those owners, "Look, I want to get Harry Kane." Oh yeah, he said, no, yeah. You know, we haven't got the money to do. Oh, you're not getting them in. You don't know what's going with the Blooming Club, right? And it, it 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 it's a mess, and it's a mess from the top. Yeah, as you mentioned early on with the owners. I mean, once if, if they're not doing the business, I mean, the whole club is not doing the business. Yeah. So he's in he's in he's in dire straits there. Uh, uh, we don't know exactly what's going on, but he, he, as you say, he did well last year to get into the Champions League, and he won the League Cup. Yeah. So he had a good season. Yeah. Now, since then, uh, it, it's gone down. Yeah. The two players that you mentioned earlier are in trouble. Yeah. Is he getting the money to buy the players that he wants? We don't know. But, but again, it manifests on the pitch, itself on the pitch, and it's doing that in a big way. Yeah. So the owners better get, better get a grip of themselves and, and, and get, get the place back to where it should be and give the manager the opportunity and the, and the, the tools to do, to do the job. And I, think, I don't think he's getting the tools to do the job. No, I, I mean... They should listen to Gary Neville, who who's, keeps turning on the glazes. Anyway, I want to move on, John, to Liverpool. Liverpool Wolves. Now, they went to Wolves on Saturday. It was the lunchtime match. They have a bad record playing lunchtime matches after international weeks. Yeah. And part of the explanation is a lot of their players go to South America and nearly all their squad are international. So international week for Brighton might be two or three players missing. International week for Liverpool is nobody's around the place. But yeah. he did something remarkable. I thought we were talking during the game, and I said, he's crazy. Because he, he left all the players who'd been away, or most mm. of the players who'd been away, he left them on the bench, and he put out yes. a very raw team. He left, for example, Nunes, Diaz, who's a super player, left him on the bench. And funny, Mo Salah hadn't had to go away and played really well again. Of course, he always does. But they were in trouble, John, at halftime, I thought, against Wolves. Then he brought on these big players, Nunes, Diaz, and they looked a proper team. They are a dangerous and attractive team. They're they're banged there at the top of the table. They're in third place. It's very early days. Can Liverpool, in your view, become a force again? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think the players that he bought, are very very good. They brought yeah. uh, Diaz and Nunes, Nunes mm. off, you know, two top players, yeah. along with some of the other players. And that's Salah and one or two of the other players. I mean, you know yeah. that he's got attacking. Uh, he might have to do a bit in midfield. Yes, uh, to be, you know, but they've got top players, and 
I mean, the first half, well, Wolves, we can't, Wolves actually played very well in the first half. They did, yeah. New manager who did, lot. kept Bournemouth up. Yeah. Yeah, O'Neill is his name. Uh, Gary O'Neill, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, and they had Neto on there. Neto was a lad that's been injured for a long yeah, time. Yeah, a couple of seasons, yeah. And he was really good. He was giving Gomez a lot of, lot of trouble uh, in the first yeah. half. But well, Liverpool picked it up from then in the second half and were really, really good. I yeah. mean, you, Again, with the players, if you if you have Diaz and Nunes on the bench, I mean, no, no, we know you explained the reason why he was there because they've been away in South America and that. But it's very hard to replace that. Yeah, it's in, in any team. And when they did get on, they did their stuff. I mean, they played very in the second half. They totally outplayed Wolves, and Wolves had been very, very good in the first half. But again, the second half was a different team altogether when you get those top players on. Uh, and it, it's it's a good sign for Liverpool. And I can understand uh, yeah, Jürgen, Jürgen's clubs. I mean, it, apparently the last four or five times they've been away. Yeah. He's had to play in the early matches. Yeah. yeah. Which takes it out of the players, obviously. You know, there's yeah, so yeah. many, well, they've, they've played so many games today. But uh, in the end, I mean, look, Wolves are very good in the first half. I think they they will get out of trouble, Wolves. But Liverpool really, really came back in the second half and were, were really excellent in the second half. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Now, let's have a chat about Arsenal. John, playing at Everton, where they had, there's a bit of a jinx on them. I think they've six seasons. They haven't won at Everton. And yesterday was hard work in a way, but they got the job done. A former Brighton player, Trossard, 
scored a great goal. I thought that was a really great goal. At first, I thought yeah. it was a fluke. But when I saw it from the other angle, he meant it and he placed it yeah, yeah. in a, right in the top corner. Yeah, he, he's a very good player, Eamon, and he hasn't been getting into the uh, Arsenal team. I know, I know, uh, Arteta bought him, but he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't played him much, and I, I think he's a really top class player. But it was a great goal. Yeah, and, and Arsenal played well enough to win, and Everton are in big trouble, really big trouble. Yeah, yeah, I think they're in big trouble. But yeah. Arsenal, they, they played well. It wasn't easy for them, but well deserved to win. It was a professional, real professional performance. Yeah, they kept the ball a lot. They were patient, for sure. Yeah, There's something lacking, I think, in the team, John. Just, I don't know what... Well, quality of players, Odegaard, the midfield player, a couple of the defenders, I'm not sure if they're good enough. They don't look as potent, if that's, that's the right word, as threatening, as dangerous a team as either Liverpool or Manchester City. Would you disagree with that? No, no. I, I, I think it's. I think that's fair, Eamon. Um, I think they can get better. You know, right. They, they, they have a, a fairly young team. He's, I think he's getting better every year yeah. with them, and they just need that breakthrough. I mean, they yeah. got Jesus back in again now. He's, 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 he's you know, he's, he's a top class player, a yeah. finisher for them. But they have, they have, you know, one or two players at the back. I think Gabriel can be. Yeah, a, 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 a bit of a, a bit of a nuisance, Eamon. You know, he's a bit uh, headstrong. Stuck, I know he gets stuck in, but he does a few a few silly things as well. So they have to get that. Definitely have to get that right. Yeah, uh, but there's a lot of young players in it. Uh, I think they're getting better. Um, um, I read the paper this morning. I was a little bit disappointed in Arteta. He, he, he put a new goalkeeper in. Yeah, he said he's going to rotate them. I don't really agree with that at all. But he Definitely said that that's the way forward. Well, that's what that's what he thinks. But if you to go back on the tradition of football, traditionally yeah. and over the years, I've I've never seen it work. No, you no. think about you think about player. Well, what he said this paper in this morning was amazing. Yeah, it's I've come to a stage. He says where I have the courage to do that. Yeah, I was I didn't have the courage up to now to change to to change the goalkeepers. Yeah, well. You know, what's what's I don't see I don't see it as courageous at all. He also had the courage, John, to leave Gabriel Jesus on the bench and play this kid Enketia, who Liam was the coach and discovered actually he's a very good goal scorer. But I think Jesus is probably a more experienced, better player. But he left him sitting on the bench and Jesus didn't look too happy about it. But it's a new uh, idea, isn't it? Changing the goalkeeper. Very much so. I think it's I, mad. I can't remember. I might have, I can't, there was a, there was there was one time and one of the managers what was uh, playing them every second week. I can't remember who it was, but, but it was the only time I've ever said I can't see how it can be right. No, I just can't because I, I, I'd say particularly the goalkeepers because they need as much practice as they possibly they possibly get. Yeah, and the relationship between the goalkeeper and his back four is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't see. I don't think either. One of them has to be a better goalkeeper than the other. Like a winger has to be a better, even though they could be very good. Yeah, you have to be better. You know, I don't see it. I think you pick your best players every week that you possibly can because when they're fit and they're well and okay. But I, I definitely don't agree with. Uh, I can't agree with. Uh, 
uh, changing the goalkeepers. Just don't see it. Right. Now, um, I won't talk to you about a match, two matches, actually. I know you didn't see Spurs. They were, <laughs> Sheffield United were winning 1-0 and yeah. they were in overtime, John, and there were seven minutes into overtime. I think there was ten, nine or ten minutes played. But your old friend, a player I know you love, Richarlison, he yeah. scored. It was a great header, John. And he well, had, yeah, yeah. had to be fair to him. He had. He came out in an interview during the week, and he said he had, yes. he's had mental health problems. Yeah. He's been to see yeah. a psychologist. It's done him the world of good, and he really, actually, you know, he did well. And then Kulusevski, who's a very good player, I think they've got. He got the winner in the ninth minute of overtime. Now Sheffield United are pretty. They're poor because they're really haven't given the manager they're going to sack their coach I'm sure that he got them up from the championship but no money turned up with him so yeah. it's really really tough stuff the other thing and this is a pattern isn't it John it's the same with Luton who also came up with Sheffield United they come up the directors or the owner won't give them the money to upgrade the team hoping they get away with it and they rarely do well, you're right. I, I agree with you entirely. I mean, years ago, before we had the big money come into it, you have teams coming up from what we call the second division. Yeah. And I think somebody won it, one or two won it when they came up. Well, the Leeds team you were part of. We finished runners up in the league, Amy. Yeah. In the second division, yeah. And we, we finished runners up in the league, we finished runners up in the cup. Yeah. Uh, so, but I think what's happened with the money and the big money that's been coming in, coming in for, for players now, I mean, uh, the teams that are coming up are not as, uh, as good as the teams that used to come up. There's too big a gap yes. between, you know, players, uh, the teams that can, we see it in the, in the Premiership. I mean, if you look at the first six players... Yeah, but the Premiership has improved an awful lot, John. Yeah. The money's there. All the best players yeah, in Europe and the world, actually, want to come to the Premier yeah. League because that's where the yeah. money is. So it's yeah. a different... A different the, the three teams go down. But the, 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 the teams in the second division, what is what used to be the second division, don't have, have the money to, no. to do it. No, no. You know, they, they just have gone back. So the, th the three teams that come up have to, almost have to suffer now. Yeah, and that's what we see. We see that straight away. You know, yeah. the, I think the the the, 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 promoter, the three promoter teams are in the, the bottom four between yeah. them because they they haven't got the resource they, that those teams that come up. No, so it's very very difficult for them. It very is difficult indeed. for them, and we're seeing that. That's that's what's working out now with the teams that are coming up, as they are to every other rule. Brighton, who were it's a long time now since they came up, but they've certainly yeah. they have really become. A joy to watch. I mean, oh, yeah. and the way they pass, the way they move, the confidence play out from the back. It's really very. The manager is doing. He, he never. He never looks for any publicity or anything. No, uh, no, no, no. Just gets on with the job. I mean, he gets on with the job. He, the players are. You know, they lost two or three players this season. Uh, to, well, they didn't lose them. They, 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 they sold, they sold them. them. <laughs> and uh, he's not complaining about it at all. He says, "Well, we, you know, we have to get on with it." And, and that's what he's doing. And yep. As you say, playing it out from the back, they're sometimes they scared the life out of me, <laughs> playing out from the back. But they do it so well. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's getting the, player, the different players in every year and, and selling players. Usually, it, it, I mean, the traditional football is no doubt. Now, now I'm repeating myself. When you sell your best players, you're going to go down. Yep. It's the opposite now with these guys. Yep. They're selling the best players and they're getting better. 
Amazing. <laughs> but, but it's a one-off at that club. But let's finish, John, with Manchester City. Went away to West Ham, went 1-0 down, actually. I think we both have admiration for David Moyes, the West Ham coach, or manager, I think, as David would prefer to be known as. I think he likes to be hands-on and manage more than be a coach, as much as being a coach anyway. Point I want to make is Pep was back from his operation in Spain and they won in the end 3-1. This fella Alvarez played really, really well. He's a very, very good player. He's one of the Argentinian World Cup players. And um, the other player, of course, was Haaland, who had a number of chances, but got his goal, and he's got an amazing knack. I think he's got five goals for the season, a goal a game. He's going to break every record in the book for goal scoring, but... I think you feel they're the strongest team in the league. I'm not so sure. Well, I am actually. They are the strongest team in the league. There's no doubt about it, is there? Well, I didn't. See, I didn't see the game, and yeah. I think West Ham went in front. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I've obviously looked in the papers at it, and uh, they scored the three goals in the second half. But they said they have a lad called Jeremy Boku. Is it Eamon? Yeah, he scored a really good goal. He scored the first goal. Yeah. But they said he was fantastic. He was, yeah. He's, I don't know where he's he came winger, from. Isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's winger. A winger. Yeah, really good goal. Oh, they paid a few bob, but they paid 50, 50 mil or 60 mil. Yeah. He's only 21. Yeah. But I, I, I just saw the scorers and I, I just read the paper. I've never seen the name before, but it, they bought him. But it, they say he was absolutely fantastic. I didn't see the match. Yeah, he scored, and, and yeah, uh, he was somebody taking somebody on. Uh, which yeah, he took him on, but it's the way he finished far corner, you know, mm. and yeah, really placed. And the quality that's out there now, John, is extraordinary. Yeah, and the Premier League is the magnet where all the best yes. players want to be, but also John, where all the best coaches want to be and just before we finish I know you have a great admiration for Pochettino he looked really demented he didn't have a lot of players available to him because there's an injury crisis there now he probably doesn't know many of the 38 first team players he encountered when he joined the club a few weeks ago who were all on eight year contracts <laughs> I mean if, if ever there was a lunatic. It's the guy, Todd Bowley, who bought Chelsea. Now, Americans aren't known for being dummies when it comes to this kind of stuff, buying, selling, and doing the business. But this guy has certainly given his coach a real problem. Well, he had Potter there, Eamon, who had done yep. a big job of Brighton, as we yep. know. Yeah. And didn't give him a chance. No. You know, like when you get a, when you get a coach in or a manager in, you have to, He's 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 the football man. And yeah. The reason you're getting him in is because of what he did at them. But if you get somebody in that's what happened to Chelsea, he he comes in. But there's no doubt he didn't buy the, all these players. No, no, that were being bought. No. So <laughs> you know, then you're a stooge. You're just a stooge. You know, yeah. and it, it's it's just it's it's it happens. You get somebody in like the, the this American guy, as you say, got plenty of money, and 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 obviously in his business, he's a top notcher. But a lot of these guys think, when, well, come into football and they know more about football than they do their own business. And that yep. doesn't happen. Todd Bowley is his name, John. If you want to write him a letter, you'll get him at <laughs> Chelsea FC. But anyway, but, he, but he's not the only he one. He spent a billion. Just, 
Well, he's yeah, entitled, well, he's entitled to do what he wants if he spent a billion. Yeah, it's his money. Yeah. It's, my, it's his money. But you can't get managers in and you get Pollard in and then... Well, they do get them in to blame them. That's yeah. where they get the, 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 the volume. Right, we've got Joe Bloggs in. He's the manager, but he's not allowed to manage. I mean, my, my, my the thing on management, I mean, every, every manager that goes in has a vision of what he wants on the pitch. Everyone, all yeah. the top managers, they have a vision of what they want on the pitch. And to get that vision, to, 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 to get it on the pitch, they need to get the players that they want. Yeah. Yeah. I've got him. He's the man. I want him to do on the right side. He's the man yeah. I need. He's the centre forward I need. But if you get somebody like Bowley and you get Potter in, and Potter would have a vision the same as everybody yeah, else. Yeah. And he says, I want to get Joe Bloggs. No, you can't get Joe Bloggs. You're getting gym blocks because that's what I want. <laughs> that's the way it works. So, so there is no vision. No, or the vision is is gone. So yeah. all the things, that, the things that he, he appoints the manager for, for doing a good job at Brighton, he's not allowed to do because he's going to do it. Okay, John. Some of it is depressing, particularly your Pochettino. But I surely put it right in the end. If he's given half a chance, we're very yes. grateful to you for joining us today. As always, uh, big thanks to John, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.